How you doing? Welcome to the first inaugural episode of Always Hungry. I'm your host, Cisco. I'm Jay. What's going on, listeners? And we are going to bring to you guys a culinary experience on the podcast, hopefully not like any other. Um, this is our first episode, and hopefully you stick with us as we continue on our journey and bring you food from various regions. Um, so first off, I want to kind of give you a little background of uh, what this podcast is, those of you that probably would benefit from it most, and where we're going to go from there. So essentially, this podcast is a food podcast. Um, it's going to be all about food. We are located here locally in San Diego, California. Uh, from there, we plan to branch out and do uh, other cities and states and eventually international. Uh, but we are going to be starting with San Diego because that's where we are. Um, and a little bit of background of, uh, about ourselves. Um, so I'm Cisco. I uh, have lived here in San Diego since 2004. The military brought me here. Um, I'm now out of the military and doing other, other things. And my main passions in life have always been traveling and food, and they go hand in hand. And I figure what better way to, uh, you know, make new friends and hopefully get new uh, uh, recommendations from uh, listeners and also hopefully provide good recommendations to viewers as well, or listeners, I should say, uh, than by this podcast. And uh, how about Jay? What about, tell us a little bit about you. Hi, guys. I'm Johnny. Uh, you guys can call me Jay. Uh, I'm originally from the East Coast. I came out here in San Diego about five, six years ago. Uh, also, an army, I'm an Army vet myself. Um, uh, you know, I, I met Francisco uh, when I first got here in the first job I worked at in San Diego. And our love for passion, our passion for food and, and, and travel is what brought, uh, brought us together uh, to make this podcast because we're, I mean, pretty much all we do is eat. It's just like, our vice, man. I mean, what I mean, what, what do we do every day? Like, we just pretty much eat out every day. Always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm like I said, from East Coast, from New York. Uh, food is part of my family. It's part of my culture in my family. It's all we do. Uh, it, we I base my life around it. Everywhere I go in life, we go to and travel. Uh, food is is I typically look up to see where the best foods are, and that's the kind of experience we want to give to you guys. Not just the best foods, but just foods typically you wouldn't find anywhere else, um, especially if you're traveling to an area that's kind of brand new to your, uh, to you. Um, we are world travelers. We, we, we do plan on going international, um, and we have already for a few times. Um, so we want to give you guys a great experience out here. Uh, but like I said, San Diego is our headquarters, and there's a lot of great food out here. For sure, there is. A lot is. of good stuff. So, uh, there uh, is, there without, is. Yeah, without and, and, and exactly. So, so like, like Johnny was saying, we met uh, at work, and I mean, we... Every, every day for lunch, we were going out to eat somewhere. We were based uh, at the time working in Gaslamp, downtown San Diego, so the uh, options were, were plentiful. Yeah, I, mean, I think I gained 15 pounds in my first oh, yeah. month or two. <laughs> easily, easily. And, yeah. and, and, and why now? So essentially, we had this idea for, for some time now. We've been, it took us a while to get this off the ground, and we were going to launch this initially, like right when the whole coronavirus uh, was starting, but it wasn't a good time since obviously things were closing down. Now that things are starting to open it back up, we figure what better time than actually uh, – give people some recommendations and then now you know people are you know wanting to finally get out of the house and you know try uh different things different things and you also know, a lot of people want to travel people are coming out here a lot too for sure for sure so hopefully um you know our recommendations will will uh will help you along your path of finding some some really good cuisine and and, and these cuisines are again easy simple casual dining to middle middle ground dining to even high-end dining so i mean we're we're not uh uh, discriminating on any type of food we want we eat everything for sure for sure. for sure for sure so um we're, without further ado let's get our let's get this started um we're going to do different different cuisine every episode uh this episode is a two-parter and what better type of cuisine than to talk about when you're in san diego than 
Tacos. Tacos. There it is. Tacos. So um, this is going to be a two-parter. Today, we're going to go over three um, amazing restaurants that we recommend for you to check out. And we're going to talk about each restaurant systematically. First, we're going to talk about the history of the restaurant. We're also going to talk about the decor, the ambience, uh, the menu, uh, things we recommend, things we don't recommend. Right. And um, and if we recommend it overall, what 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 would we uh, you know compare it to comparables? So um, that's where we're gonna go. That's what we're yeah. doing. And you know, we really appreciate you guys joining us and uh, joining us for this uh, for this ride. So without further ado, our first restaurant. This actually restaurant is very popular in San Diego. It's one of our favorites. Uh, Puesto. Oh, Puesto. What could you say about Puesto? It's amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, Puesto has kind of become uh, I want to say almost kind of like a semi like cult classic in a way in San Diego. Yeah, I think it has. It has. Yeah. It's starting to get that uh that notoriety now. Uh, it's like almost anyone who's been here for longer than almost like a week or two, they they know Puesto. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. It's it's a great place. It's a uh, there all the locations, there's I believe six locations currently. Right. Six locations. Um and they're kind of all over the place. They're in between San Diego and and also Irvine. Um but they have a new one opening up so which would be their 7th in Mission Valley. That one is actually a standalone to, uh, uh, as opposed to all their other six locations because it's their only restaurant where they have a brewery. Um, and their menu is actually going to be slightly different than the rest of their uh, other six locations, which is going to be, again, a standalone. It's going to be different. They're going to add a lot more to their menu. And then you have the brewery on top of that because craft brewery is so big in California, in, in San Diego, yeah, huge. out here. So. It, they kind of it, it, they need to have it, and I think it's this is the best time for them to do it. They're already so popular, and add that to the mix, they're going to be such a great restaurant. I it mean, will. it's already a great restaurant; it's going to be even better. It was a great location. Essentially, yeah. what they did is they bought out a Gordon Birch, which was essentially like uh, more known as a brewery than a restaurant, and they uh, converted it to. A it's place like already stuff. built in, so it's kind of yeah. easy for them to kind of dive into it. Yep. Um, and they actually, I think they uh, hired the Gordon Birch brewer oh, from okay. Gordon Birch awesome. um, to to take care of their brewery. So. Nice. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the history of, of Puesto. So Puesto uh, is actually started by three brothers and two cousins. I think it's two cousins of, of, the, of the three brothers. Um, and they're all fairly relatively young. Um, and their head chef is uh, Luistin Gonzalez. Uh, he's also a chef and partner uh, of Puesto. He grew up, he actually is a family friend of the brothers, um, which is how they got them. But they're all Mexican-American. The head chef is, I think, from Mexico. And... It's very, very heavily inspired. Um, I want to say, what would you say, Tijuana style tacos? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot going on there. It's a lot of different flavors. Yeah, it's a lot of different flavors in there. It's um, the gourmet of the street taco. Yeah, it really is. World, really, it, that's a, probably the best way to put it. Gourmet mm-hmm. of street tacos, and it really is a gourmet taco. It's it's wonderful. The brothers, they're all they all come from a, a background of of tech, or they come from a background of of food. So mm-hmm. they know their stuff, and and they're definitely working well because six locations, one of the fastest growing, I think, in my opinion, of taco joints in this area. Definitely mm-hmm. worth it. Definitely, definitely. So we mentioned there's six locations. Uh, we have Concord, Santa Clara, a couple in Irvine, and then one in La Jolla and San Diego. The one I frequent, personally, we frequent the most is going to be the one in San Diego, which uh, is, is on Harbor Drive, yeah. 789 West Harbor Drive, to be exact. And uh, that location is actually right nestled in right in uh, Seaport Village, which is a wonderful, wonderful yes. place. So it's a place that we recommend um, to go. I mean, if you're in San Diego and you're here for a day or you're here sightseeing, you're going to go to Seaport Village. Absolutely. It's it's one of the first places probably a lot of people go to. For sure, for sure. So it's definitely a great place to go. Great location, great for sightseeing. Um, the decor is cool. It's kind of like very like industrial-ish. Uh, you know, kind of definitely a, a different vibe to it. Yeah. Nice outdoor seating. Uh, very open. Very, very open. Yeah. Very open. 
Great for the, the sunny San Diego days, a little bit of cool breeze coming through. It's not going to feel tight and stuffy. It's very open. Uh, the artwork is actually pretty cool. It's kind of like this different type of graffiti that they got going on. I really like it. It's very vibrant. Yeah, it really is. Very vibrant, very colorful. Very, very colorful. And so essentially what we want to get into is the food. So the food at Puestos is, is really, really good. Um, obviously, this episode's tacos, so and that's what they're known for, they're tacos. I'd say they're most known, um, I wouldn't say it's a plate, but I guess combo, if you will, is a three taco and um, you basically pick three different tacos that they have. Currently on their menu, um, they have a taco of the munch, which rotates every month. They have a filet mignon taco, a quesadilla taco, verduras taco, chicken al pastor taco, ribeye, main lobster, chicken rajas, carnitas, and mushroom. So they have about 10 different tacos, give or take. And some interchanging ones. And some interchanging ones, yeah. for sure, for sure. I mean, the tacos are great. I mean, they're phenomenal. I mean, my personal favorite, it's hard to pick, but I really like it's be toss up between the carnitas and the filet mignon. The filet mignon has uh, obviously filet mignon meat, um, which is a big, you know, several steps above a carne asada taco in terms of, you know, its tenderness. Uh, and it also has a cr uh, crispy melted cheese on it, along with avocado and spicy pistachio serrano salsa. It goes together really, really well. The three taco plate is, a, is definitely a winner to get a, a good sample of, of, you know, more than one of their tacos. Absolutely, and you'll be pretty full. I mean, with the chips and salsa, maybe an appetizer, it's, it's pretty filling at that point. For sure. Um, what about, what tacos do you like there? You no, know, I, I like the vegetarian tacos. Uh, the mushroom taco, for me, is one of my favorite tacos. And the verduras, which has nopales in it. Um, I love nopales, man. Cactus, who knew it tasted so good on a taco? Since I came out here, uh, that's all I've been having. It's one of my favorites, uh, and they make it probably one of the best. Exactly. And so and that mushroom taco, by the way, it has that same crispy melted cheese. Yeah. It has garlic braised seasonal mushrooms, pickled onions, stone fruit serrano salsa, and hearts on fire. Yeah. And then the verduras taco, like you said, is the nopales, avocado, jalapeno, zucchini, papas, you know, potato, um, and uh, melted cheese. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And, and, their, and their fish taco, their Baja fish taco is actually really good. Too. You know what's funny? Every taco I've had at Puestos has not disappointed. For sure. Yeah. But that's the two. I didn't say the tacos, the fish ones. They also do have the yeah. Baja fish taco and the tamarindo shrimp taco. Right. I think my the Baja fish is, to me is a lot better than the, than the shrimp. It is. Again, every taco there is phenomenal, guys. But it's, besides the tacos, if you do go there, what, what else would you say is good to, to get there at Puesto? You know, I, I think our favorite thing is the, the... So there's this plate. They have a guacamole plate, which a guacamole is actually really good. And they throw... Parmesan, is it Parmesan in it? It's like cubes of Parmesan in yeah, it. Yeah, Parmesan Reggiano. It's, it's fantastic. Cubes of it, chunks yes. of it. Guys, if you, never, if you never, I don't think you'll have anything like that anywhere else. I don't believe you will. It is phenomenal. Try it. It's, it is the, probably one of the greatest guacamole appetizers I've had. Oh, easily, for sure, yeah. for sure. They have that guacamole. They have, if you want to get a little more fancy, they have one called the Nogada, which is uh, guacamole with pomegranate, mango, chile de albor, and candied walnuts. So it's a little more on the sweet side. Right. It's good. I'm not as big of a fan of it just because of the fact that it's a little too sweet for me, but yeah. it is pretty good. I would recommend the Puesto Perfect, which is the one we mentioned with the yeah. cheese. Everything on that menu I think is pretty good. I've had a few things, the taquitos, both the chicken and the mm -hmm. potato, both I think they're both appetizers. Every, like I said- It, it can't it, go wrong really, you can't, right? Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't you say, go, is there anything you wouldn't get? I, you know, I, I haven't had the dessert. I, I mean, not much of dessert. I think there's one or two things good on there, but I'm not a big dessert person at Puestos. Uh, when it comes to the food, I think I would actually get, I mean, literally I would get everything. Yeah, you go there. If you go there, I would say that the ceviche is good too. Everything's yeah. good. If you go there though, get the three taco plate, guacamole, and and of course a margarita. Yeah, Margaritas absolutely. are great. Yeah, the drinks are really good, but the margarita is fantastic. You know what's actually interesting? Um, the chips and salsa. Oh yeah. Probably one of my favorite chips and salsa actually in this area. Yep, very, very good.
the best uh, deal you will get is it's a, a three tacos. You basically get to pick any of the three tacos. You get them for nineteen dollars. Um, so I think those are pre-COVID prices or post-COVID I believe, prices. I believe this is actually our website. I believe this is the post-COVID. Yeah. I think pre-COVID they were like fifteen dollars or something. <laughs> Hopefully they go back to that same amount, right? Hopefully, eventually. <laughs> And one more thing too, the dessert, they have this horchata, frozen horchata drink that is phenomenal. It's really, really good. But uh, check out Puesto. You'll love it. Um, can't recommend it enough. Um, if you've been there, then you know why, it's, you, know why you keep going yeah. back. And if you haven't, go there because you'll continue to go there. Next up on our list is Lola 55, which is actually a restaurant that is exclusive to San Diego. It's located on 1290 F Street. Um, and Lola 55 is actually a restaurant that me and Jay kind of have a, a disagreement with. It's, it's probably one of... A few restaurants, maybe? Definitely one yeah. of a few, one of a few. Um, with that being said, uh, let's dive in a little bit. To tell us uh, the story of, of what is or has become Lola 55. So Lola 55, so much buzz around it. It's because it's uh, owned by Frank Vizcarov. Hopefully I'm saying that right. From TJ Mexico, a former McDonald's executive. And so when he started Lola 55, he wanted to bring what he grew up with to his restaurant. Street style tacos, kind of like what we talked about. And so his restaurant is heavily backed lot of investments and i see where they get it from uh if you ever look at their investors it's just it's i mean millionaires to millionaires people are really well known in industry and the chef actually is uh has a, a background from puestos yes. and actually tender greens as well i don't I'm, forgive me i don't have his name in front of me but um so there definitely is some uh you know they have some name recognition as far as the people that are actually bringing the cuisine uh, to you. Um, with that being said, um, so tell you about a little bit of our experience. So Lola 55 had just opened at the time, probably been open for about a week. And me and Jay said, hey, you know what? We want to go try this restaurant out. We have out. to try it out. I mean, there was so much. Got it. It's a new restaurant. Yeah. We have to try it out. So we're there. You know, we get in line, not too long of a line. We get to the front and, you know, ask us, oh, what do you guys want? And we, uh, we say, we want every, everything on the menu. And they look at, you know, eyes get all big, like, what, what? Like, no, literally, they're like, oh, you're lying, right? Like, no, we want every single item on we the menu. We literally could eat everything on the menu, by the way. So we ordered every single item on the menu, even the sides, the only items that we didn't get every one of the menu were the desserts. So with that being said, we're pretty averse in their cuisine. I, f- I think that's very safe to say. Sat down, food was brought out to us. And, and, and you know, it, it looks nice. It definitely looks nice. Presentation. Gourmet style, gourmet style for sure. Prestos, but not like a uh, uh, street style, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one a, a step above a street taco, but a step below puestos in terms of presentation. Yes. So with that being said, the plates arrive. We you know we had everything that was there, and my main critique with it is the fact that whenever you go to a taco place, I feel you should be, if not most impressed, at least very impressed by their meat options. Yeah. And I feel that's where it was lacking. And so just to dive into their menu as far as the selections that they have. So these are some of the tacos they currently have on their menu. They have a Baja fish taco, cauliflower taco, mesquite chicken taco, pork belly al pastor, filet mignon, smoked carnitas, squash blossom, relleno. And to be honest, what was your favorite one? Cauliflower. 100%. Yeah. And I agree with them on that. And the cauliflower um, actually contains charred cauliflower, eggplant bacon, avocado mousse, almonds, golden raisins, and a morita dulce salsa. I mean, isn't that the most unique taco you ever heard of? Very, very unique. Extremely unique. And so, um, you know, having the meat options, they kind of, they were bland. They, they weren't very good. Very bland. I didn't really taste the flavor that they were really trying to get to. Yeah, I didn't you either. Know? I didn't either. Um, it, it, it missed the mark for me. Uh, Absolutely. I feel Lola 55 is a decent restaurant. The, the, the main gripe I have with it is shortly after it opened, and it's been open now at this point for I think about approximately three years, back in the end of 2018, Michelin Guide came out and raided San Diego. And basically the way that happened, just a little bit of history, um, a bunch of big restaurants got together and they paid the Michelin Guide, I believe it was $600,000. 
and they said, hey, we're going to pay you guys $600,000 if you guys come out here and raid our city. And so Michelin Guide came out. They raided various restaurants. Some restaurants that were very deserving got awards. Lola 55 was one of the ones that I feel that got an award and wasn't deserving. And that award specifically was a Bib Garmand. And it had only been open, probably, I would say at that point, maybe a year, year and a half max. Doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think it has the time to actually be able to get that type of uh, it, it, accolade. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. And, and it, um, with that being said, like now I could see if the food was phenomenal, then maybe there's a little bit of argument. But the food doesn't hit the mark there. Uh, so that's, that's I would say, for me, my main gripe. The, you know, the ambience there is it's, it's like an upscale chipotle. Yeah. It's a fast place. You, I would say ca- uh, fast casual. Fast casual, right. No servers. It's just you order, sit, they bring it to you. Exactly, exactly. Price-wise, it's definitely going to be cheaper than Puesto's. And like I said, uh, for me, me personally, um, I can't recommend it unless you're a vegetarian. You think it fails the bar because what they're trying to get at with the whole gourmet taco style, uh, it doesn't really live up to a gourmet taco no, style. It, I mean, it, it, it tastes at least. It doesn't miss the mark. The way I feel, and I'm not saying this is necessarily the chef or who did this. It was maybe, uh, you know, various people coming together. And so for Puestos, which you just spoke about a few minutes ago, Puestos, I feel, is like a true gourmet street taco. I feel it's like someone that has a gourmet background um, but also has a street taco upbringing. Whereas I feel with... Lola 55, it's more somebody that has a street taco upbringing, but is just trying to dabble in the gourmet taco world. And it kind of doesn't, the, the flavors of some of the tacos don't really go. And I'll give you kind of uh, one quick example. Um, for instance, yeah, there like, was a really spicy one, wasn't there? That was just. There, there was actually, I think it was the, the Baja fish, yeah, I believe. I think that was it. Um, one of them. I'm not 100% sure if it was that one, but it's one of the fish tacos. But for instance, like you have here the uh, mesquite chicken, which has uh, mesquite grilled chicken, chicharron, which is pork rinds, cucumber, coconut rice, and peanut matcha salsa. I did, those flavors, um, they don't really go together, they don't complement each other very well. So that's just one example. Of one of the meat examples that I feel it really misses the mark. I liked it. I think it was decent. I, I wouldn't actually recommend it over a few other places. Uh, but if you guys are actually in that area, I would say if you're in the area, check it out. If you've actually tried a few other joints before, definitely worth trying. For sure, uh, check it out for uniqueness or if you're vegetarian, right. for sure. And that's what um, we, that's what I would give the Lola Fifty Five is their uniqueness. It's completely different than any other probably restaurant you taco or joint you actually try in San Diego. It's not very traditional. In sure. sense, mm-hmm. uh, they're adding a lot of things that you won't see. I would say the, the part that's traditional that you could see the inspiration is like right. the tortillas inspiration. Yes, you could tell it's a handmade tortilla. But outside of that, I, it it's nothing. It's nothing spectacular. I, I, like I said, I, I wouldn't. I'm not head over heels over it. It's not a place I actually frequent often. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere a place. It's it's good to try once, and you probably only try it once after that. It's For sure. it's not going to be on your in your rotational. It's a place you try for the uniqueness. Yeah. yeah. But um, but that's pretty much it. And uh, if you guys check it out, you guys like it. Some maybe you guys love it. You know, let us know what you think. This next place is is a street taco of all street tacos. The the best. Yeah. And it's famous out in San Diego. I mean, I couldn't. It's funny when I first moved here, I asked every single person what their favorite taco joint was. They always gave me this one answer, and I was like, "What is it?" Tacos El Gordo. El, tacos El Gordo. It's amazing. Tacos El Gordo. If you haven't heard of it, obviously don't live in Southern California <laughs> <laughs> or in TJ. <laughs> So, uh, I, I mean, it is the street tacos of street, all street yeah. tacos. So a little bit of history of, of Tacos El Gordo. Um, basically, Tacos El Gordo started in, in TJ, Tijuana, Baja California. Uh, it's family owned and operated. They started in 1972. So they've been in business for well over 40 years at this point. Uh, 1998 was when they first opened up their first restaurant in San Diego, and they've been running wild ever since. They currently have uh, 
six locations. Three of those are in Vegas, and then the other three are in San Diego proper, I should say. One, one, I say one in San Diego and two in Chula Vista. So one in San Diego, two in Chula Vista, and three in Las Vegas. It is amazing, amazing, right. amazing. Their menu is more of a traditional taco, so you're not going to get any of the fancy things that you would have at Puesto's or Lola 55 right. in terms of any of these crazy ingredients. So Tacos or Gordo, though, they have a uh, relatively simplistic menu. As Jay said, it's kind of like the in and out of tacos. They have adobada, which is a spiced pork, carne asada, which of course is beef, suadero, brisket, cabeza, beef head, buche, which is pork stomach, lengua, which is beef tongue, tripa, beef guts, azteca, which is the carne asada mixed with nopales, and chorizo. So those are the various meat options that you have at Tacos of Gordo. I definitely recommend you trying them all or trying the ones that appease you. With Each taco is approximately between 2 to $3. And uh, yeah, you're going to love it. I really think you will. Right. To put it in perspective, I think we've had five tacos once. It was like under $18. Yeah. It was like five tacos, yeah. like drinks, and it was less than 18 bucks. Absolutely. They bring it out so quickly. I mean, you order it, I would say between like 30 seconds, they'll get your food out. You know, all those meat options that you're actually explaining, it sounds like a, a delicacy for Andrew Zimmerman. <laughs> Who wants beef tongue taco, right? Exactly. Very right. unique, very different, but it's actually really it good. Is. It is. It is. I can see like uh, somebody feed Phil, like he's in there with his big ass eyes making <laughs> stupid ass face <laughs> as he eats uh, some buche. Mm, what is this? What is this? It's so good. Mm, oh my God, it's a delicacy. Look at, his <laughs> Look at his fingers and his little hands, his little skinny, lanky self. Guys, we like Zimmerman. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, I like awesome. Great shows. So there's very traditional, you know, Mexican uh, right. street taco um, items. And nothing, nothing gourmet. It's just nothing little, gourmet. You know, I may give tortillas. it to you on a piece of paper. Yeah, pretty much. It's nothing yeah. fancy. It's almost... Um, I think we talked about it. It's almost like the in and out of taco shops. Very it's, much so. Yeah, it's it's quick and fast and easy. But the Delicious. ordering process is a little difficult. Can you explain yeah. it to us for a little bit? Yeah, so it can be a little confusing. So first off, I can see somebody being intimidated when you go. Um, because when you enter, you know, everybody there is relatively Hispanic. It's the one place that I would say um, you will more likely see. His, if you're going to see a Hispanic person eating a taco and paying for it and not making it in their house, it's most likely <laughs> going to be a taco at Tacos or Gordo. <laughs> Because it's going to be just like a mama make it. <laughs> so uh, basically, you know, you, you go in there, you're going to see people, uh, mostly Hispanics, most likely, because it's it's a frequented by Hispanics and right. for good reason. Very authentic, very delicious. You might be intimidated if you don't speak Spanish to go in there, but just be, be aware, people there do speak English. You're not going to have an issue. The reason why it gets confusing is there's separate lines for each meat essentially so like for, there'll be like two or three meats per each line so like one line will say have i don't saying this is exactly the same way but let's say one line is carne asada adobada and buche and then another line is going to have adobada lengua and chorizo I, you know whatever there's like three or four lines so essentially the way it looks like is you have to stand in each line to get whatever you want um so essentially if you want to get two carne asada tacos and let's say two tripa tacos you maybe have to stand two different lines well the way it works is you actually technically don't. You just, best way to go about it is determine what meat you want the most of. So if you want to have 10 carne asada tacos and you want to try one of the other ones or however, stand in that line. And then when you get to the front, you order those tacos, let the individual, the cook know that you want also these tacos. And they'll yell over the line to the left or right of them and order those tacos uh, for you as well. Guys, this is really good information. This is like a, a line hack, an order hack, I would say. In yeah, Tacos yeah. Del Gordo. Because you'll see sometimes people I've seen, uh, I mean, I've been there many a times. I've seen people that literally have re-stood in line because they're too embarrassed or too <laughs> nervous to ask, uh, you know, just for the whole order up front. Right. But um, you don't have to worry about that. Just just go through the line and order whatever you're ordering at the first line you go through. What would you say your favorite taco is? Ooh, good one. Oh, yeah. they're, they're very unique in, in different uh, types of meats that they make. They're unique, but that's an easy, that's an easy answer for me. <laughs> Uh, but but they're all very good. But that has to be the adobada. Essentially, it's a, it's it's a marinated pork, spiced pork. It's 
it's amazing. It is phenomenal. It's like very a vi- it's, it's a very vibrant red color. Right. Um, you know, it's just the way they seasoned it. And all their tacos, for the most part, come with the traditional toppings of you know uh, the cilantro, onions, and like the the guacamole crema. Are they spicy uh, for any uh, for non-spicy w- viewers? Uh, I would say no. Overall, it's it, I would say mild. no. I'd say okay. mild, mild spice. I mean, they do have salsa that you can't add that will make it, of course, right. spicy easily. But no, for the most part, you, sh- you should have no problem. Uh, you know, eating the it's delicious decor is nothing special. It's like it's, a, okay, it's, it's like a fast like, food. It's joint. like a, literally like in and out decor yeah. inside. Very yeah. similar as far as the seating. Uh, I would say almost identical. The tacos are around three bucks, and they are delicious. It's fairly cheap. Very, yeah. fairly delicious. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's uh, street ta- the king for me, the king of all street tacos. If you need to go to one place and you don't have a lot of money, but you want really, really good food, you want to go there because they're open late. I mean, that place is open. I, I think they're open to like I don't know if now, but I remember when I used to go there, really, really frequent. Uh, and I'm talking probably like almost on a almost weekly basis. I you know I would go sometimes at two o'clock in the morning. You're talking about late night partying. Yeah. That's the one thing you want to eat after that, after a lot of heavy drinking. Yes. Tacos all gorda, right? Exactly. <laughs> the food still tastes amazing. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely one of the fan favorites out here, guys. It's, uh, again, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You I don't think I've, I've had another taco joint that could beat it. You, street you taco wise. You won't. You won't. Yeah. It's the king of street tacos. So we kind of went over three different tacos. We went over the, uh, you know, we just talked about tacos or gordo, which I would say is a baseline. I want to say basic. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean it's in terms of traditional street taco. Right. The mid-level Lola 55, which I would say is somewhere between tacos or gordo and puesto, which we just talked about. Puesto right. being the highest end street taco right. in San Diego. You know, it's it's very all those three places. Um, you know, we obviously recommend them. Uh, some we do, some we don't, as more than others. But overall, um, you know, we hope you guys like it. As we told you, this is uh, you know the first episode. This was in no way, shape, any order as far as right. uh, you know high, uh, tiering. Or ranking, I should say. You know, we definitely appreciate you guys listening in and stay tuned for episode two where we'll talk about more tacos. We're into right. another three awesome taco there's, restaurants. There's a lot more to cover in tacos, especially in this area. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Always Hungry. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, we'd like to hear any type of critique, any type of recommendations from anyone, any of our listeners. You can do that by reaching out to one of our social media accounts, Instagram or YouTube at Always Hungry the Pod. Please feel free to reach out and we look forward to hearing from you and always stay hungry. Thank you.